This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 379. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 379. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Mamas, before we get started, I got to tell you, I dropped the ball. So last week was a really hectic, chaotic week for me. I was coming off of my Tenacious Mamas retreat. I was speaking at Amazon. I had a bunch of unexpected things come up and I dropped the ball in adequately sharing and promoting Momentum Mamas enrollment being open. And I don't want you to miss out. I feel like I could have done a better job having it in all the places, making sure everyone knew enrollment was open. I'm still getting some emails from people like, wait, is it open? Is it not? I'm not sure. Is it limited time? So just to clear up any confusion, I'm going to extend enrollment a few days. So if you are interested in joining me in Momentum Mamas, this is probably the last time it's going to be open in 2019. I might have one more brief enrollment period, but this is definitely the last longer enrollment period we're going to have. So if you've been considering joining this year, like just do it now. In Momentum Mamas, you are going to make massive shifts in your mindset that will serve you for the rest of your life. So it is a year-long program where you get weekly life coaching with me in a group coaching setting. It's so fun, so amazing. We meet every week. All the calls are recorded. So if you miss a call, no biggie, but we have Zoom calls where we all meet on video. And every week I coach you. 
What happens with that weekly coaching is that over time, your mindset starts to shift in powerful, amazing ways that impacts how you set goals, how you go after goals, how quickly you accomplish your goals. This is a powerful thing and the tools that you use will serve you for a lifetime. I am so passionate about all the work that gets done in Momentum Mamas and the way that this group supports each other and the way these women support each other, building and flourishing and new friendships and relationships. It just constantly blows my mind. And it is one of my truest honors and delights to be coaching in this group and to be offering Momentum Mamas as a membership community to you. So if you are in need of mindset work that will change your life in dramatic ways to really impact the way that you can think moving forward for the rest of your life, to go after what you want, to get what you want, really feel like you have the control over your destiny that you want, that you have the ability to be the leader who you really want to be in every aspect of your life, I want you to go check it out. So if you want more information, you want to read some testimonials, hear other people's stories, just go to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. And you're going to see all the information plus a 25% discount during this open enrollment. So go to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum today. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Delighted to be kicking off a new week with you. And I want to start with our shameless mom of the week. So shameless mom of the week comes from a review submitted by one of you and letting us know how the show has impacted you. So today's shameless mom of the week is shameless Cheryl. Shameless Cheryl went over to shamelessmom.com forward slash review and she left us a review letting us know that this is a podcast that she's loved since she first started listening a couple of years ago. She says, Sarah makes everything so relatable and I always feel motivated after listening to the Shameless Mom Academy episodes, admittedly sometimes more than once. Thank you for providing me with such inspiration and extra resources over the years. So Cheryl Thank you for writing in. Thank you for being Shameless Mom of the Week. Congratulations. You are a rock star. And I wanted to highlight Cheryl's review because here's the thing. I love people who've been listening for a couple of years. The show is going to be four years old in March. And I know that many of you have been listening for a long time. So I see you. I honor you. I could not do this without you. So thank you for being supportive of the show, for sharing the show, and mostly for being open to growing with the show. I know that I challenge you all to grow in different ways every single week. And so many of you embrace that and have had tremendous growth because you've been motivated or inspired by something that you've learned here on the show. So it means a ton to get to hear back from you and have that reflected back on me that that's the impact of the show. I also wanted to say, I hear from you all a lot that you listen sometimes more than once, just like Cheryl mentioned. And yes, please do that. I do this too. If you're listening to an episode and you're like, yeah, that was a good one make a note and listen again. Here's the thing. Sometimes we need to hear things more than once. And sometimes things hit us in different ways at different times. So there's certain episodes, like there's one I did on finding your passion and purpose. And this is what I know people have listened to many times because at different times in your life, you need different inspiration and motivation for different things. And so when you listen to something, when it just happens to go live on a Monday, it's going to hit you in one way. But sometimes when we go back and listen to things with some intentionality around, oh, this is a topic I really need to hear about right now, we listen through a totally different lens and hear things in a very different way. And we can apply them in different ways. So I love those of you who are listening more than once to some of these episodes. I think that's really, really important. And that's part of learning and applying learned skills and knowledge and new knowledge. So love it. Thank you, Shameless Cheryl. You are awesome. So, so excited to have you as Shameless Mom of the Week. And now diving into this week's conversation, I'm very excited to be talking about 
four mindset resets around time management. So this interesting thing happens. Interesting, but not surprising. Every time I ask what people's biggest struggles are, and by people, I mean you shameless moms. So anytime I ask in any of our communities, what are your biggest struggles? Time management is always one of the top three things. It's often the very top thing. And I get it that this is a top challenge because your time is not your own in motherhood. It's just not like there's no way around it. It is very hard to find time for yourself. It's a constant struggle. And we live in addition to motherhood presenting challenges around time management. We just live in a world that is so fast paced that we have to constantly be conscientious about our time and around like what we're saying yes to what we're saying no to because as I've said a million times before, Every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to a million other things. And so you have to be really conscientious around like, what are the things you're saying yes to? And are they the things that really matter? So I want to talk about four mindset resets around time management, because here's the thing. You have more time than you think that you have. And if you feel like time is always really tight for you, then I want you to feel empowered to fix that. And so just a tip around this. This is not one of the four mindset resets. This is like a bonus tip. I'm kicking it off with a bonus. You're welcome. So a bonus tip around this is you need to be doing your morning routine if you feel like you are struggling with time management. So if you are not already doing a morning routine that involves some planning for the day, this is crucial. And I have a really amazing free resource. If you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15mm, you can get my 15 minute manifest. So that's shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm. And this will give you a 15 minute routine that you can do in the morning that will totally impact how you manage your time all day. It will help you prioritize what you need to do for the day. It will help you be thoughtful and intentional around how you want to structure your day, what you want to go into your day feeling like kind of centering your energy for the day. So this is just a really crucial task. So that's like a bonus tip. Just go get this free resource to kick your day off. The mamas in our community who are using the 15 minute manifest on a regular basis are feeling way more in control of their time. So that's your starting point. That's like your first piece of homework. So if you haven't done that, just go do that now. Go get the free resource, go get your 15 minute manifest, and then come back here and we'll talk about the four mindset resets. So the first mindset reset around time management is to have a clear vision and a clear why around everything that you do. So when you decide to dedicate time to something, you need to know, do I need to do this now? Does this matter? And why does this matter? So I'll give you an example. My husband was gone a couple weeks ago over the weekend with Vinny. He and Vinny went away for the weekend. It's like my favorite weekend of the year. They'd go away for this dad's weekend. It's magic. And I had a list of like 732 things I wanted to do while they were gone. And I knew I could not do all of the things. And what's funny is in advance of their weekend away, like a few weeks beforehand, I was like, oh, I'm just going to organize all the things. I'm going to organize the closets and the cupboards and the this and the that. And I'm going to donate stuff and go through toys and clean out all like all the, I had all these great plans. And then when that weekend actually arrived, I thought I could do that, but do I need to do that? Is that what really matters? If it does matter, why does it matter? And what I recognized is I 
didn't need to do that. That wasn't the highest priority thing I needed to do that weekend because it wasn't the thing that mattered the most. So I decided not to do that. I did not clean a single thing. (laughs) I did not clean a single thing. I also did not prepare a single meal. So that was the other funny thing about that weekend is I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I can like make my own meals whenever I want. I ended up not making any food for myself. On Friday night, I got food delivered. I had a Greek salad delivered via Uber Eats. On Saturday, I had for lunch, I had a burrito from Trader Joe's that I heated up in the microwave. And on Saturday night for dinner, I had a salad from Trader Joe's that was pre-made. <laughs> and on Sunday morning, what did I have Sunday morning? I think Sunday morning before I got home, I had probably like a piece of toast in a bar or something. I don't know. Like I literally cooked. I mean, I maybe made a piece of toast. That was like the only thing I cooked. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Because again, do I need to do this? Does this matter? And if it does matter, why does it matter? So here's what I ended up recognizing. I needed for my vision for the weekend, what I really needed to accomplish 
was I needed to do a bunch of work that I actually had not had the opportunity to be really focused on in the previous weeks. I needed to do a bunch of content creation and I had been feeling concerned around time for creating this content. I needed to create content for my Tenacious Mamas retreat and I needed to create content for these three Amazon workshops I'm doing at Amazon headquarters in Seattle. And I had been really worried in the weeks leading up to that weekend. I had travel and just a lot going on and I had been really worried about when am I going to create all this content I need to create for these two really big, important things. And when I recognized that I had this weekend that I had previously dedicated to like organizing the house and getting things cleaned up, I was like, hold on, hold on. What really matters? What really matters right now is this work stuff. So my vision was... I need to prioritize these work things because I have such little time to do this stuff right now and have like big chunks of time to create content. That's what needs to happen right now. And does this matter? Yes, this matters hugely because these are the only big chunks of time or this is the only big chunk of time I'm going to have before these two big work things to really be focused. And why does this matter? Because it's important. It's extremely important to me that both of these events go really, really well. So I had a clear vision and a clear why around exactly what needed to happen that weekend and how I needed to manage my time that weekend. And therefore, I ended up not doing any of the organization of the toys and the clothes and the donations and all of that stuff because I had this clear vision of this is a super limited opportunity and I'm going to use my time for content creation for work because that's the hardest thing for me to focus on when Vinny's at home. I can clean out a closet with Vinny like right next to my side. I'm not saying it's like my most favorite thing, but I can do it, right? So when you're looking at time and time management, you need to really look at your vision around your time and what really matters given the time that you have. What is the highest priority stuff? And the other part of that is that like there's other things that might not happen for years and that's okay. And so for me, what's hilarious is there's like certain toys in our house and things where I'm like, these things have not been touched in two years. So in my mind, sometimes I feel overwhelmed, like, well, I really need to prioritize getting rid of these things. But not if it comes at the cost of other things, like having really focused work time where I can like actually build momentum for my company. So you have to be really clear around like, maybe we're going to keep the Thomas the Toy Trains for another year, even though they haven't been touched in two years, because I just don't have time to get to that right now. And I'm not going to constantly put organized Thomas the Train stuff on my list of things to do, because it actually keeps my time management feeling overwhelming and exhausting to keep putting things on there that just are not high priority things. So my vision is really clear right now. Like my vision at this phase and especially this season for us, Vinny is in three activities, which only happens once a year. Like it's ridiculous. And I believe it's like kindergarten through third grade, all of the sports and everything that he can play are all in the fall. And it's super annoying, but we're in this very, very busy overbooked time that where I'm really clear. I'm not going to be doing a lot of like organizing around the house and like, you know, donating the summer clothes. Like I will probably not donate his summer clothes that don't fit anymore until next summer. And that's okay. I'm not even thinking about it, not even putting it on the list of things to do because I'm really clear on my vision and what really matters right now and why those things are important. Number two, your second mindset reset around time management is getting really clear on tasks versus action steps. So we often feel overwhelmed with time management because we get really fixated on tasks. And tasks are things like vacuum, dust, clean the shower, wash the toilet or scrub the toilet, do the laundry, pack the lunches, make dinner, 
check email, weed the garden. It's all of these little tasks that creates, take up a ton of mental space because there's so many of them, but none of them are really critical. And that's not to say that like feeding your family is not an important thing, but you can figure that out. That doesn't need to take up a ton of mental space and you can systematize that, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So we often have these massive task lists that get in the way of our action steps. So an action step is different than a task. An action step takes you closer to a goal. A task is just like something to cross off the list, but it's not crucial. It's not critical. So that's like the folding the laundry. Here's the thing. I know some of you think folding the laundry is a critical task, but you know what? If Tommy wears a wrinkled blue t-shirt on Tuesday, does the world really fall apart? No, as it turns out, it doesn't. An action step might be something around updating your resume, filling out a job application, writing that email to your boss around scheduling a meeting that, to talk about a raise. Like those uncomfortable things, action steps that take you closer to a goal. Maybe it is booking a vacation, researching a city that you want to go to. Maybe it is looking into investment properties. Like all sorts of things can be in action steps that move the needle, taking you closer to a goal taking you closer to accomplishing something that moves you forward in an area of your life. Those are the things you need to be prioritizing. And those action steps, you only need like one to three action steps on your list at a time. Tasks, on the other hand, there's an endless amount of tasks. And you could write a whole list of tasks and feel like there would never be a stopping point. There'd never be a point where you're like, now I have a whole list of everything I need to do. Tasks are endless and they're often meaningless. So like folding Tommy's shirts for Tuesday, not significant, not critical, not crucial, doesn't even need to be on the list. So Vinny's laundry, like if it gets folded, when it gets folded, it's because like I'm waiting for him to brush his teeth. So I'll fold his laundry for a few minutes. Let's be honest. I'm waiting for him to poop. I can accomplish 13 tasks while that kid is pooping. That's when I'm going to get the task done. I'm never even going to make a list of the tasks because I'm not taking mental space to keep track of them, to be honest. Even when it comes to laundry and like my child having enough uniforms, this is funny. Last year, I thought I was being way on top of things. And so I had a whole week's worth of uniforms. And then I started finding out like if something, one pair of pants tore. And so then he was down to four pairs of pants. So then I was like Thursday night having to do laundry and it was annoying. So then I was talking to these other moms about it. They're like, oh no, you need two weeks worth of uniforms. And I was like, oh, obviously, of course. Oh my gosh. So now with laundry, I don't even think about doing laundry because I have to do it so infrequently. Now, granted, my kid wears a uniform and I get him everything at Old Navy and everything is like $5 a piece. But that is a way to systematize something so that I don't, which we'll talk more about in a minute, but it's not even on the list now. Like I don't keep track of when I have to do laundry because it's so low on my list of priorities. I squeeze it in again. When my kid's pooping, I put in a load of laundry. When my kid's pooping, I, you know, collect dirty towels, whatever the task is. I actually, I can clean out like an entire drawer of clothes to donate while my kid is pooping. So I don't have a running list of tasks because that creates distraction that keeps me feeling like I'm too busy from my action items that actually move the needle. So get really clear on tasks versus action steps, because if you get rid of tasks and demote them to where they actually should be, because they don't really matter that much and only have action steps, you only have like one to three things you need to do on any given day or in any given week. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I only have a couple things to focus on. And I have, you know, an hour on Wednesday and two hours on Friday or two hours on Saturday. Cool. Like I can actually make some headway here instead of constantly looking at a list of things that's, you know, 
387 items long and not even knowing where to start. So get clear around task versus action steps, and it will completely change how you look at the things you actually need to do. And then you can start to see where you can dedicate time for those. Number three, learn how you personally engage in procrastination and perfectionism. So you have enough time, even if you think you don't, you actually do have enough time, but you're probably prioritizing tasks, which many of us do. And the reason you might be doing that is because you are putting off action steps because you're stuck in perfectionistic patterns. So what this means is action steps are bigger and scarier things. They are the things, like I said, they're the things that move the needle that take you closer to a goal. So if you are a perfectionist or a high achiever in any way, shape or fashion, you often procrastinate on these items because they feel riskier, because of fear of failure, because you want to make sure that you're doing it right. And because there's often decision fatigue involved in it, where you're trying to decide, well, should I go about it this way or that way? Should I do it on Monday or Wednesday? Is it this like, do I do this thing first or then this? Do I send this email or do I call the person? All of these like micro decisions around an action step because we're a little nervous about it, because we might be facing a fear, we might be stepping out of our comfort zone or because we are just stuck in perfectionistic patterns and we wait until we think we have all our ducks in a row before we start to take action, which is crippling. It is absolutely crippling. We get stuck in analysis paralysis and we constantly put off action steps and we let ourselves think that we're overly busy because we let ourselves stay stuck in tasks. So you need to get rid of the tasks, get rid of the task list, go back to your action steps. What are your action steps that you need to be taking? And those things come first. And you will be amazed at how much time you have when you only have these couple critical items and you're actually making them happen. And they're not just taking up a ton of mental space. And a lot of our thought process around time management is us being stuck in our own heads about 18,000 decisions we need to make. And we just let that all float around instead of just making a decision and moving on. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So a lot of our stuckness in time management, us feeling like so busy and so overwhelmed is us being stuck in our own heads. If you're constantly just making decisions and moving along, you actually feel like you have way more time. If you stop getting stuck in perfectionistic patterns and you call yourself out on procrastination, you will have way more time. So here's how procrastination shows up in perfectionistic people. Mindlessly scrolling social media for an hour, even though you know you have really important things to do on your to-do list. So this is not about having enough time. It's about not taking action because you're procrastinating because of your perfectionistic tendencies. So get really clear on how you spend your time. If you are on social media, if you numb out on Netflix, if you're playing games on your phone, if you are engaging in group texts that take up time on a daily basis, these are probably really safe places for you to waste time. Now, I'm not saying all these things are a waste of time, building relationships in a group text can be of value. But sometimes we let ourselves engage in these things to a way higher degree than necessary because we are being avoidant, because we're numbing out, we're being avoidant, we're being, and we're procrastinating because of our perfectionism. So you need to learn how you engage in procrastination and perfectionism to understand the implications that has on the way you manage time. I will tell you right now that if I'm feeling perfectionistic about something, I will procrastinate by playing a game on my phone. And I can tell myself, I'm just going to do this like for five minutes, just for a little mental break. But five minutes can turn into 45 minutes real quick. I was actually listening to Amy Porterfield talk about this. And she's someone who I 
just have learned so much from. She's a virtual mentor of mine. She doesn't know me, but, but I know and adore her. And I heard her talking and she is like ridiculously successful entrepreneur. Her goal this year in 2019 is to make $10 million in revenue for her business. Like she's so successful and she produces a ton of content. And in my eyes, she seems like she's just always so on top of her game and constantly being really intentionally productive and working through her task lists that are so specific and in terms of her having clarity around vision. And she talked about probably a year and a half ago, she talked about how she has days where she'll get really overwhelmed with everything she has to do. And she'll just go watch Real Housewives all day and just completely numb out and be totally avoidant and like hide from her business, hide from her team. And I was so delighted and relieved to hear that someone who performs at such a high level struggles with this. Because in my mind, I was like, I don't want to ever tell any people that anyone that sometimes like I'm hiding or numbing out in certain ways, because I really want to look like I have my stuff together. And then I was like, Oh, wait, but nobody has their stuff together. We all have these tendencies, especially if we are perfectionistic kind of people and control free kind of people and high performer kind of people. We have these tendencies to numb and hide in certain ways when we have a big critical action item to do when we know that we need to make a big decision or we know we need to start working toward a big goal that might feel a little scary, a little intimidating. So you have to get really clear and recognize how do you engage in perfectionism and in procrastination? Because if you don't know that about yourself, if you don't know how that shows up for you, you're just going to constantly to kind of take this, let yourself have this easy out around, oh, I'm just so busy all the time. I just never have enough time. That's a cop out. Let's be really clear. That is a cop out. Your ability to manage your time is something that you need to take radical responsibility for. And if you feel like you're always way too busy, you created that. You need to take responsibility for fixing it. Like we all do it. So this is not me like pointing fingers from up on my like altar at all. We all do it. I do it too. But we got to look at what are we really doing and what are we avoiding? What are we hiding from? What's the actual vision and what are the critical action items? And how are we procrastinating? Number four. So the fourth mindset reset around time management is really looking at and embracing your responsibility to eliminate, automate, and delegate. So what can you eliminate? What can you completely take off the list? What can you unschedule, say no to, and completely disengage from? So this might be that you are no longer on a certain committee, that you no longer volunteer for a certain thing, that for this year at least, you're no longer, I mean, like me, Vinny really wanted me to help coach soccer. I was like, nope, not doing it. I will volunteer at your jogathon. I will go to as many soccer practices and games as I can. I am not committing to that. Last spring, I really wanted to volunteer for Girls on the Run. And when I saw the commitment, it was this two day a week thing from like three to 4 p.m. And I was like, nope, can't do that. Eliminating that. I actually like all year had been like, oh, I'm going to totally do that. I'm going to totally do that. And then when the opportunity came up, I was like, nope, even though this is something I hugely believe in, but I also knew that my goals would be compromised if I gave that time. Now, I'm not saying don't volunteer at all. If volunteer means volunteering means something for you, then do it, but do it in a way that makes sense for you, where the cost also makes sense for you and the cost of your time makes sense for you. So eliminating things and outside of volunteering, there's plenty of other things you can say no to. I have been invited to be in countless networking, masterminding groups, settings, meetings, 
like I'm constantly getting new invitations for things like this. And I say no to almost all of them because I can't keep up with going to all the meetings or even being in Voxer groups or Marco Polo groups or in email strings. I don't need another place to have more conversations with people. I need to be nose down in my business getting things done. That doesn't mean that there's not tremendous value in some of those things that I said no to. They just, for me, I had to say, no, not right now. This is not something I can do right now. So really looking at what can you eliminate? I have stepped out of a lot of awesome groups because it was a no, not right now kind of a thing. It was not something that made sense for me with a current vision. It was not something that made sense for me to engage in at that time. So what can you unschedule, say no to and take off the list? The next part of that is automation. What can you automate into a routine or a system that may or may not involve you? So I know for us, we've automated in a number of things. So like I mentioned, I do laundry when Vinny poops. So laundry only gets done in our house on nights that I am facilitating bedtime. So I do not do laundry for Vinny typically outside of that. So on a night that I have to do bedtime, so my husband and I often take turns. It's not like a perfect pattern, but we typically kind of every other night I'm putting Vinny to bed. So on the nights that I'm putting Vinny to bed, I will do some component of laundry where I'm putting something in the washer, in the dryer. I mean, I don't let things sit in the dryer or in the washer for 24 hours. I will move them over. But in terms of taking stuff out of the dryer, it's while Vinny's putting on pajamas, going to the bathroom and brushing his teeth. I'm taking things out of the dryer, making piles for him to put in his drawer. Sometimes they're folded, sometimes not because he unfolds them anyways within seconds of me folding them. So it doesn't even matter. So laundry is not anything that's ever on my list because it's built into a system and routine somewhere else in our life. Similarly, we have house cleaners that come every other week. And with that, they change bedding. My husband is responsible for the sheets. So I said to him years ago, we were talking about like things he could take off my plate. We were doing this in therapy, by the way, highly recommend. And I said, you know, honestly, if you could just like wash the sheets before the cleaners come, that would be really awesome. And he was like, yeah, totally. So that's off my list. That's automated for him. He has a system for doing that. And it's delegated for me. I don't do that. I delegated that. I outsourced it. It's done. It's off my plate. I never, ever think about who's washing the sheets. How are the sheets getting washed? Are they going to be dry in time? Not even giving it any thought. So another piece of this is groceries. There is one store here, Fred Meyer, that we like to get a lot of our groceries from. I don't go to Fred Meyer anymore on the weekends. I only get my Fred Meyer groceries via Instacart. Because if I go to the store, first of all, I spend way more money. I wander around forever. I take three times as much time while I'm spending three times as much money. So that has been systematized to a Sunday morning grocery delivery. And that stuff gets delivered by noon so that if I want to do any meal prep for the week, it's done. I also have a system around meal prep for the week that happens on Sunday where especially this time of year. Sometimes I don't do this in the summer, but starting around October or actually this year, I started early September. I got my two crock pots. I pull out my two crock pots every weekend, every Sunday. I fill out my crock pots and I got a chili in one, a stew or a soup in the other. And so that's automating and systematizing a bunch of meals for the week. And especially when Vinny's in multiple sports right now, like he has cross country 
from 5.45 to 6.45 on Monday nights. So he comes home at 10 minutes after five and has to eat super fast. It's like, let's warm up the chili. (laughs) It's so easy because it's automated and delegated. And I have a call that goes until five o'clock on Mondays. So I don't have time from five to 5.07 to be thinking, what am I going to make? Can I make it fast enough? Nope. That was already, that decision was made. That decision was made days ago before I made that list to have the groceries delivered on Sunday morning so that I could put things in the crock pot to have something I could reheat on Monday night. So where can you automate things into a routine or a system that may or may not involve you? So the systems can be throughout the household. So we have a family system now of having family meetings on Sunday, which I talked about in the back to school episode a few weeks ago. So go back and listen to the back to school things you need to know for back to school. If you haven't listened to that, but we do this family meeting every Sunday, again, a system where we sit down and we look at the calendar and this family meeting is basically me saying, these are all the days and times that I can or cannot do drop off and pick up. And then we look at that and we look at like who has events in the evening during the week, if there's any travel, things like that. Vinny's involved to some extent. We pick out all of our meals for the week during the family meeting. So we designate what we're having for dinner every night. Vinny gets to help with that. We do it on a little white erase thing that I got on Amazon. It's just like a weekly schedule a dry erase weekly schedule. If you search for that on Amazon, you'll find a bunch of options. It magnets to the fridge. And so Vinny will often write our meals in there. So he's engaged in the process as well. So that's part of automation and systemization. And then lastly, the last part of eliminating, automating and delegating is delegating. So delegate to others, enlist help from your partner and your kids. I've given some examples of that. And also your community and your teenage neighbors. So our community has now become other school families. And so there's one family. So both of the parents work full time and they have a nanny and they have two kids who have to be at soccer practices in different places at the same time every Wednesday. So part of their delegation was the mom reached out to me and said, Hey, would you ever be able to help out on Wednesdays? And I said, absolutely. I loved going to soccer practice. So I'll just take your kid every Wednesday. So she leaned into the community and said, Hey, could anyone help with this? Reaching out to me. I was like, yes, absolutely. I would love to take your kid. He's adorable. He's actually a great role model for my child. I want them to spend time together. I will take him every Wednesday, not even a problem. And so she was able to delegate in that way. I've delegated in other ways to other families as well. I've also delegated to our after school care program, delegating, especially when I'm traveling, making sure that we have that system to lean into and then teenage neighbors. So we have three teenage neighbors now who support us in different ways, walking the dog for like $7 and 50 cents. Thank you. One of my neighbors has a key to my house and she comes in while I am leading a call every Monday. She lets herself in the back door, gets the dog, takes the dog for a walk, lets the dog back in. I pay her in advance for 10 dog walks. So she just like keeps track of when I owe her money next. So that whole thing is completely automated. She thinks it's awesome because she has responsibility. She's coming in. She has a key to the house. She gets to like totally be in charge of her dog walking business. She also gets prepaid in advance for 10 walks at a time. So I give her 80 bucks in her Venmo account, which to a 13 year old is, I don't know, a million dollars. So she gets 80 bucks in her Venmo account. She keeps track of it. So I don't have my hands on it. In fact, I was out of town last Monday, totally forgot to tell her I was going to be gone. It didn't even matter because it didn't change anything about what she did. If she's used to me being on my call in the office with my door closed, so she never even engages with me when she comes to walk the dog. So she came to walk the dog, got the dog, went for the walk, came back, put the dog back in the house, locked the door. She left. I, two days later was like, oh my gosh, I never told her I was out of town, but it didn't even matter. The dog still got walked. She still got paid. The system went on without me. So where can you be delegating? 
you need to be thinking about this. Where can you eliminate, automate, and delegate? So those are your four mindset resets around time management. Number one, have a clear vision and a clear why around everything that you do. Number two, get clarity around tasks versus action steps. Number three, know thyself when it comes to how you engage in procrastination and perfectionism. And number four, look at how you can eliminate, automate, and delegate. If this episode was helpful, as always, share it out. And I will be back with you in just a couple days with a fantastic interview. Before I let you go, don't forget, if you are looking to change your mindset for the better for the rest of your life, to change the way you think, to get the outcomes that you want, to connect with other amazing mamas in the process, definitely check out Momentum Mamas while enrollment is open and save 25% off your membership. So go to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum for full details. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show. So you never miss an episode. You can do that directly. If you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, that will put you in Apple podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.